Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry, where we aspire to live life on purpose through the sharing of God's Word. Here is Pastor Nate with today's message. Hello, and welcome to another message from God's Way Through Christ Ministry. I'm so glad that you could join us for this Sunday service in the sharing of God's Word. This is where we study, learn, and abide uh, along our personal journeys uh, in our walk with Christ. And if there's one thing that I know for sure, that is, there is our way and there is God's way. Father, we thank you for this time to, to come together, that we can dedicate this time to you, to worshiping, to praising, to thanking you for all that you have done in our lives and all that you will do, even if you did nothing else. We have so much to be eternally grateful for, for what you have already done. And and Father, we just want to uh, bless you uh, with our time, with our focus, with our attention, and uh, commit our ways to you in the renewing of our minds, hearts, and souls as we feed on your word to learn, study, to grow, and to abide. And God, I just ask that there's less of me in this message and more of you. Use me as your errand boy to deliver your word to your people so that they may be encouraged, inspired, healed, lifted up, and continue to walk and abide that is pleasing in your sight. These things we ask and pray in your precious son, Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Uh, Today, I want to talk about how when we help ourselves, we are helping others, or probably a better way to state that, how we can help ourselves by helping others, or a third way. When we help others, we're actually helping ourselves. Pick whichever one you want. I've spent a lot of time in prior messages speaking about Uh, what it means to be a Christian, Uh, having the mind of Christ and being a member of the body of Christ. I've covered the good, uh, the bad, and the ugly, mostly the ugly, to hopefully encourage you to remain on the path uh, that is pleasing to uh, to, to God's sight so that you can be ensured of receiving the benefits of having his favor shine upon you, his grace sustain you, and his mercy spare you. So, so in today's message, I'd like to, to focus on a little bit more positive tone um, on the upside of looking after the best interest of our fellow man. Now, before you skip this message, saying you, you have enough of your own needs, problems, issues, and concerns to be concerned about others, know that there are direct benefits that, that are equal to, that, that you receive and benefit from by lifting others up, right? Um, so today's passage is, is taken from the book of Proverbs. Now, Proverbs is known as uh, a, a book, a practical book in the Bible. It, it, even with it being in the Old Testament, it provides sage wisdom on for living life that is applicable to right now, today, these times. It's believed to have a 
primarily been written by Solomon, one of the wisest men to to, to ever walk the the face of this uh, earth. Uh, And it's comprised of wisdom uh, that we can apply to our daily lives, written in short, compact statements that express undeniable truths um, about human behavior. Hmm. Um, Given that, there's just one verse that I want to share at the start of this message, the others, Um, but one verse I want to share to get us started in today's message, and that's Proverbs 27 and 17, and it's taken from the NIV, Proverbs 27, 17 from the NIV. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Title topic for today's message, you can't improve upon that. It's, it is iron sharpens iron. Iron sharpens iron. F- first, let's start, you know, I'd like to go into the meanings, with uh, the meaning of this passage, both intended and interpreted. There's a little bit of debate. Some view this passage as a positive illustration of friendship, uh, while others have argued against that most common interpretation, uh, purporting that it was intended from a, from a negative aspect. Uh, in reading through it, given that the other verses uh, contained within this same chapter of 27 of Proverbs, we're going to go with the positive connotation of friendship, friendship with accountability, friendship with accountability. So the first point I want to make is this, know thyself to be true or know thyself to be true. In order for us to gauge the intent and character of others, ours must first be solid and strong. How could we possibly tell the difference between integrity and deceitful uh, dishonesty unless we know and have integrity ourselves? In, in Proverbs 27, 19, um, it, it, it speaks to, as water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. You know, there's that saying that you can fool all of the people, uh, some of the people all of the time, all of the people some of the time, but you can never fool all of the people all of the time. Oh, and you can never fool God. So, we may be thinking we're hiding who we really are, but our hearts tell on us faster than a gossip at a, at a, at a church dinner or picnic. Um, others tend to reflect our hearts back to us. So, if you're finding yourself repeatedly uh, being dealt a lousy hand by, by those you trust close to you in your inner circles or circles of trust, you might want to look internally as to who you really are. Our hearts don't lie. We do, but not our hearts. We're only kidding ourselves. Second point I want to make is this. When it talks about iron sharpening iron, when you talk about your fellow man, you talk about others in the body of Christ, those, those whom we consider family, sing their praises sing their praises what does it cost us to pay an authentic compliment 
not not something with ill intent, not something because we want something, but an authentic compliment. We see something, wow, that's nice, and we compliment it, whether it be their work. I'm not talking about style of dress and clothes and those superficial things. I'm talking about something that has intrinsic value to the individual and intrinsic value to being a member of the body of Christ, so something of substance. So what do we then gain by withholding uh, disposable resources that can help others? Things that we actually really don't need, but we're holding on to them. Like there's going to be a shortage of, of, of some sort, even though we have more than enough. A single act of kindness can change a person's life. It can change the course that they're on. It can give them hope. It can, it can bring them up. It can cause them to say, I'm going to keep going forward uh, because I, I believe, I have a renewed faith that there's good in this dark, troubled world. So we have this fixation on, on quid pro quo as, as if I will only help you if you help me first or pay me first. To me, that, that is a violent lack of trust in God and in faith. God not only expects us to help others, but he also commands us to do so. There, there used to be a time way back in the day uh, when bartering was what we used to, to get what we needed. Things were more equal then, right? Because I, could, I had a skill and I had an ability, and I can do this and you can do that, and forget whatever the value is if you charge somebody money for it. It's, I need this, you need that, and, and there's this, this even exchange. And sometimes people did things for free. <gasps> you just said a bad word. Wow. Um, so, so now, today's times, with the bounty of resources at our disposal, we could do so much good by looking for ways to lift others up, to help them level up, to promote them wherever, whenever we can, telling the world, so to speak, expecting nothing from return uh, from them, knowing and being content with that we planted a good seed or a good seed was planted, and it will one day be returned, possibly even a hundredfold. So this is not from the individual, just from the, the natural laws, things that we do, they, they return. Those are in, in another sermon, another day. So this is especially true when it costs us nothing to do in the first place. So how can the return not be greater than what was planted, sent, or given if it costs us nothing? In Proverbs 27.2 in the NIV, let someone else praise you, and not your own mouth, an outsider, and not our own lips. So in, in the Amplified, it talks about, don't eat too much honey, it's it, in, 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 in reference to men seeking glory for their own glory. Do not want to be a glory thief from God. That is that's a storehouse you want to stay out of. Um, and, and in doing so, it, 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 it causes uh, suffering. So you, you sh it, 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 the same, uh, on that same point, in that same passage, 
um, uh, another version that talks about that being, you shouldn't try to get others to honor you. Don't say, hey, you know, you should, you should promote me and, and, and maybe guilt them into it or push or drive them or having them feel like they owe you doing something for them. So they in turn, no, 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 no. If, 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 if you don't believe this, let's start with the honey on your way home from work, wherever you're headed service, go buy the biggest bottle of honey that you can find. And in one sitting, eat the entire jar, whatever container you buy and, and see how you feel afterwards. I'd be surprised if you could get through a few scoops of it. So really in this context, when we talk about praising and even others, uh, it's moderation. We can take credit for things that we do. I generally don't. Everything I do and everything I'm capable of to me is a gift from God. And I'm appreciative of that. I'm, I'm forever grateful of that. But different people, maybe they come up with ideas and, and, and they do certain things or, or simply saying thanks to a compliment. That's okay. That's okay. That's a good thing. But in, in thinking in, in, in terms of moderation, there's no food, no clothing or material possession or even praise in excess that is good for us. You know, when we were kids, we said, well, I grew up and I become an adult and I get my own job and I'm going to eat all the ice cream and cookies and sweets I, I want. Yeah, and we probably tried that and found out no, not a good idea. There's a reason it's called a balanced meal. So physically we balance, spiritually we need to be in balance as well as mentally. So be content with what those in your circle are willing to do in terms of singing your praises. Let them do it naturally because they want to, because they plan to, because God has prompted them to. It has been placed on their heart. Let him do your um, uh, marketing in some respects or advocating through them and then let them do what they've been called to do without pushing and prodding and, and conjoling them to, to do that. If no one is singing your praises in your circle or they're tone deaf, in other words, you kind of don't want them to sing. Change your circle. It, 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 it may be time for an upgrade, but do not push, strive, require, demand, expect, or even allude to them constantly singing your praises. I work with clients. I ask for testimonials. It's appropriate. If they, if, especially if they've just paid me a compliment and they said, wow, that was really great. So would you mind putting that in writing versus yeah, I'll do this for you, but here's what I want you to do for me or every opportunity you get. I want, if you're wanting and seeking the glory, if you're wanting to be out front, if you're wanting the attention, you're going to get it, but it ain't the type of attention you want. <laughs> Let me just tell you that right now. The right inner circle will do it automatically without asking that same circle will gladly return the favor then if you praise them first not because they feel obligated there's that the, if they if, if they understand the principle of iron sharpens iron if on the other hand again you find yourself surrounded by takers and fakers soul search then upgrade your life. It's, it's, it's been said that you can, you cannot change the people around you, 
but you can change the people around you. I'm going to say that again. You cannot change the people around you, but you can change the people around you. Next point I want to make is receive their feedback. Be open to it. One of my favorite quotes of all time, secularly speaking, is feedback is the breakfast of champions. I like to start my day where I, where I can improve it and better and, 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 and enhance, and especially on my mission of what I'm trying to do. I don't need to know where I'm good. I don't need to be reminded of that. I don't need to be told that, right? That is too close to receiving the glory for something that isn't mine. It was a gift that was given to me. So where I want to focus on in order to hone my craft, in order to be better, is putting that diligence in. If the champions were, where can I improve and be better and refine? In Proverbs 27 and 6 from the NIV, speaks to this. Wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. So it, 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 in, in the NIRV, it talks about being warned openly is better than being loved in secret. So it may wound us if our pride is way out there in front of us. A true friend isn't going to wound you. It may just feel that way. It can bruise the ego. Well, the ego, E-G-O, edging God out. Yeah, no, not a place I want to be. So it may not feel good is the point, but it may be better for you. And so you need to be open, should be, to receiving that feedback from those that care about you, from those whom we respect them and they respect us. You know, if we put our heart and soul into something, yeah, it's not going to feel good. I get that all the time. And we, we have to balance that with all the, 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 the positive accolades that are said. We also need to hear what can be better and always striving to improve. If I'm good today, I want to be better tomorrow. If I'm better tomorrow, I want to be greater than, than that. Not greater than God, but greater than my effort and what I put forth. It's a constant improvement. That's striving for excellence. Good enough? Hmm, is not a place to stay. It sometimes is what we will do when we've done all that we can and we embrace and accept that. But when we know we've been given the gift to do more, then we apply ourselves and we do more. Now, who is it that you're receiving that feedback from is, is, is crucial. Those who have your best interest in mind have demonstrated a pattern of investing in you. Not somebody that just comes along. Well, I don't even know you. Why would, hmm, what is it that you want? Chances are they're probably the whole quid pro quo thing looking for something in exchange. But when you have trusted sources who have given you input and feedback, who have invested in you their time, energy, and effort without getting anything from it themselves, believing in this principle and understanding the iron sharpens iron, knowing that they will be blessed accordingly to the effort that they put forth, they're the ones to listen to. They're trying to lift you up. They want the best for you. To attract them, here's a little secret. If you don't know any, be one. Be one that invests in others, that takes the time, your time, and 
helps, encourages, inspires, lifts up, that always, always comes back. In, in, in Psalms 141 and 5 out of the NIV, it says, let a righteous man strike me. That is a kindness. Let him rebuke me. That is oil on my head. My head will not refuse it, for my prayer will still be against the deed of evildoers. In the NRIV, it talks about a person who does what is right, if they were to strike me. It's considered, again, an act of kindness if a person were to correct me. Sometimes this correction is, look, dude, you are out of line. You know you shouldn't be doing that. We're human. We fail. It occurs. And sometimes it is an outright rebuke. Don't write that person off because they're not rebuking you to put you down. They're trying to reel you in to lift you up. It's a very different thing. They're not trying to ground you. They're trying to elevate you. Know the difference. Surround yourself with those who are trying to say, here, climb up here. Let me help you get to where you, and it doesn't always sound so melodic and musical and sweet. Sometimes it's tough and it's direct. And I can't think of a single Olympic athlete who thought their coach was their best buddy and friend and always spoke wealth and, and kind thoughts to them until they're standing on the podium with the gold medal around their neck. Now their coach is their best friend. They appreciate and value. But it took some tough love. It took some investment. It took some, some imparting knowledge. It took being truthful and honest. Your brother stinks, whatever it takes to help the person get to the goal that they're striving after and to achieve. So it then talks about uh, like pouring olive oil on, on my head and then always praying against the things sinful people do. Olive oil, this is an important distinction here in the Bible, was a, was a commodity. It was regarded as having great value and was also considered a symbol of peace, unity, triumph and victory. Who would not want to be bathed in peace, unity, triumph, and victory? I know I would. Poor way, right? Olive oil has been used for years as an anointing oil for healing, blessing, destroying burdens. Anybody have some of those, right? Uh, or strongholds, restoration. It's been used for medicine, lighting lanterns, lanterns, and other supernatural applications. Hence, we hear the term extending the olive branch as a symbolic uh, gesture to a uh, gesture of, of ending conflict. There, there's, there's an important, very important distinction there. In, it goes without saying, in, in, but I'll say it anyway. Pray against those sinful people. Uh, I will... I, I'm not looking. Evildoers? No. Don't want to hear what's going to come out of that mouth of yours because I don't know what it's rooted in, what spirit it lives in you that is spewing that it, it, back to the source. You know that God speaks to us through different people, especially when we're hard-headed, then he has to go. If, he, if he, we're not listening to him directly, then sometimes the, the message will come indirectly from somebody who we will listen to, somebody whom we trust. Um, somebody who's salacious probably isn't getting their message from God. Probably a little lower than that. 
not a message that you want to embrace. Um, in, in, in Proverbs 28 and 23 in the NIV, it says, whoever rebukes a person will in the end gain favor rather than the, rather than one who has a flattering tongue, right? And, and, and so it, it is, it is better in that regard to warn a man, Hey, look out. I'm not trying to stop and impede your progress. I'm trying to help you get to where it is that you're trying to go. If you continue down that path, it's going to cost you more, right? It's not going to help you get where you want. It's not a shortcut, but that way I know for either I've been there or I know what's down there. So sometimes people are trying to help steer us. I would much rather have those individuals than the yes people or the people that are around you singing your praises, patting you on the back because they want something. Their hand on the back is going to slide down into your back pocket and get to your wallet. (laughs) seen it happen too many times. So we, you know, have heard that the wise saying flattery will get you nowhere. Very wise. Hold on to that. I'm immediately suspicious when somebody I don't know is slathering on or people that I may not have a great deal of information about slathering on the flattery. What do you want? What do you want? You, you, if you don't have discernment, on the truthful feedback versus those who are up to no good, then pray for discernment, read, study, and find out so you know, so you don't fall prey to. Because when we get flattered, when we, when we get into our own, when we get full of ourselves, as opposed to full of the Spirit, we trip up. We lose sight and focus. We lose that, that the visibility, that vision, that ability to perceive what we should be that will protect and shield us because we're full of ourselves. So we need to be brought down and elevate God. And that will happen. And it's far less fun than having somebody provide you with constructive criticism or feedback. Be open to that and be the one being willing to to, to do that. So how often have you, for example, uh, received a compliment or were buttered up uh, solely because you had something that somebody wanted. And some people do that tongue-in-cheek for, for, for fun, but others do it, and they, and they don't think it's insulting. You're insulting my intelligence when you're coming at me that way. You don't think I see right through this facade? It, it, uh, it felt, for me, horrible once you know I discovered, as I'm sure it did you, the, their true motive, um, if it wasn't apparent right away. There, there are times when I would have gladly given or helped if they would have simply just been forthright and asked, as opposed to going about it this, this sideways. Understand, some operate with such deceitfulness. That's all they know, that they frequently use flowery words, uh, figure out what to say. They know you're soft spot, your weak spot, your Achilles heel, what you will fall for as, as prey to get what they want out of you. Where can they, what angle, just to get what they want. Their words are as empty as their hearts. They, they change the instant they get what they want. As such, their charming, sweet-talking words should fall on deaf ears. 
as they are worthless and fruitless as chasing the wind. Final point. I'm going to close with this. Let's return to the very first verse. That main verse. Let's examine that in more detail. In the NIRV, Proverbs 27, 27 and 17, it says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Uh, first, this points to two pieces of iron. Iron occurs naturally while steel is stronger than iron but, but, and more rigid and man-made, less flexible, less moldable. Steel, iron, strong. So if, if, if one tool is used to sharpen the other, it would indicate that both are, are needed to accomplish a common goal. Hammer, sword. If making a sword, a spear, a, a knife blade, it, it, it starts out as a, a dull, useless hunk of metal. Hammer. This is a similar description as that hammer, large chunk of metal. And it is with repeated application and in knowing what tool to use, applying it enthusiastically and checking it from time to time on the process, getting feedback to achieve the desired result. I'm looking to, to, to sharpen it. So the key here in this verse, by inducing and executing it properly, we live as God expects us to, serving each other in the body of Christ as one community of believers, sowing, creating, developing, and building relationships that provide life-enhancing mutual benefit with God getting the glory. So what does it cost us to help another believer out? That's not the question you should be asking yourself. The question is, really, what do you have to gain by helping out your fellow man? If you were asking that first question, again, I'm not saying go seek to get. It's not what do I have to lose, but what do I have to gain? What does the body of Christ have to gain? Where there are people who are out to put good in this world, as many as there are out to take. So we need to equip an arm. There needs to be more of us than there are them. So I want to help others, as I've been doing. I've put my money where my mouth is. I have spent years helping and lifting and motivating. This isn't just something that, some new concept. The proof is in this pudding, because I've seen the benefit. I know that I know that I know when I have faced opposition and adversity that was insurmountable. It was way back then when I did something for someone that I got nothing in return for at the time, nor was I looking for it, that it was the grace and the mercy and the provision and the breaking through that obstacle, the protection that I received as a blessing for that obedience planted that seed over time, harvest. Law, seed, time, harvest. Don't be one of those that need to pray for crop failure. Just a few. A peace of mind is what you gain. Um, a clear conscience, if you were led to, you heard the Spirit, God, in, inside of you, help that person. A sense of fulfillment like nothing else. Bearing good fruit, talked about that in many messages ago. Sowing seeds that will generate an impactful and bountiful harvest. But truthfully, 
when executed correctly, we as individuals grow when we water others. We become stronger by offering positive resistance to our friends. We become wiser for sharing of our knowledge. We become more enriched in the act of giving as it helps activate the receiving process. Even science agrees. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So if I give, <laughs> receive. And if all you're doing is receiving, expect some, some un, <laughs> unplanned giving. <laughs> Give, receive. Equal and opposite reaction. We rise by lifting others. We gain visibility by praising others. We profit by helping others to become profitable. We gain customers by referring business. We get invited to dinner by sharing a meal. We gain transport by giving others a ride. We become prouder by taking pride in what others produce. And above all, we continue to benefit from, receive the favor, grace, and mercy of God to which it is impossible to attach a value to in walking the path that he has set for us to follow. So as you seek to grow, look for someone to bring along with you. Give others a shout out, a hand up, a kind word, and it will be returned to you greater than it was given. Be the example, not the sample. Be the thermostat, not the thermometer. Set the temperature in the room. Don't adapt to it. Don't adapt to the world's way. Higher standard. Show others how it should be done versus being the reverse role model that successful people will point at and say that's exactly how not to do it. Successful in the body of Christ. See them not as competition, but as an opportunity for elevation. When you help others rise up, they may down they should and help you up with them maybe it's their turn today yours tomorrow there's no loss in that if you want to be selfish and it's all about you that's your choice you get to live with the consequences of that decision see yourself in others then help them as if you were supporting that version of you stay true to yourself true to your family, true to your friends, and know that God will always remain true to you. You were given gifts for a reason. Use them responsibly. Father, we, we thank you. We thank you for this word. We thank you for the impartation. We thank you for your divine anointing as you spoke your message, using me as the vessel to deliver it to your people. Father, I pray that this message go into the ears, minds, and hearts of your people to again inspire, to lift up, to educate, to drive, push, lift, and encourage them to be the people, humans, gifted souls that you would have them to be. God, let this word grow 
and not be wasted. Let it be planted firmly within the hearts and minds of those who heard it. Will we change this world? There's debate on that, but we can certainly make it a better place with your strength, through your strength, through your power, through your leading and anointing, through your Holy Spirit that you have imparted into us, all available just for the asking. And God, for those who don't know you, those who don't have a relationship with you, those that think they do, but may not, and want to strengthen it, I pray that they pray this prayer with me to help lay that foundation, to build that relationship, so that they too may elevate within the body of Christ, elevate with the gift of salvation and eternal life and life with you. And that prayer goes like this. God, I know I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that your son Jesus gave up his life for me by dying on the cross in my place, paying the price for my sin and rose again that I might be saved. Father, I ask that you come into my heart and I accept your precious gift of salvation, victory over sin, and eternal life with you. All of this we ask and pray in your Son, Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you prayed that prayer, you have accepted Christ into your life. That ask, that gift. I pray that you now study and immerse yourself in the word learn and grow and develop so that you are an equipped member of the body of christ well equipped to deal with the challenges that we all face in trying to do good in this earth we all face challenges having the word within us allows us and enables us to go through the fire and emerge victoriously so i strongly strongly encourage you to get in the word it's there do that for yourself please and i'm just here to help you in the process of your growing of your development i only have one ask and that is this please share this message with at least three people my aim and goal is to get the word of god out to his people that is why i'm doing this and that is the sole reason why i'm doing this god has gifted me enabled me and given me the ability to do that and called me and told me i was a little stubborn at first but i'm here now i want to get the word out because that is what god has commanded me to do with my life and i have found nothing on the face of this planet more fulfilling it encourages it inspires and it gives people hope his word i'm just god's errand boy will you do that for me three people i like to be specific i thank you in advance for your doing that thank you for joining we appreciate your love and support and i hope you can join us again next sunday until next time go and live your blessed life on purpose Thank you for joining and worshiping with us today. I hope your soul was fed and thoughts stirred in the sharing of God's Word, and that today's message will inspire you to live a godly life. 
Whether viewing on our website or one of the social media platforms, we ask that you consider supporting our ministry with a donation of any size. To do so, please visit our website at www.gwtcm.org. That's www.gwtcm.org. We appreciate you and your support. We look forward to sharing God's message with you again. Until then, be well, blessed, and live a life on purpose.